The message you're about to hear is a production of the Word and Sound Ministry of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Throne of Grace, Richmond Hill. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you as you listen to the transforming and inspiring Word of God. Hallelujah. 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 How many people believe that there are showers of blessing already raining down in their lives? Just give Jesus a praise. Give him a worship. Magnify him in the beauty of all holiness. Showers of blessing. Mercy drop round us are falling. Mercy drop round us are falling. Mercy drops round us are falling. And so shall it be for every single one of us throughout this season and this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you because of your mercies. We thank you because of your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. We celebrate your faithfulness. We say take all the praise and all the glory. May your name be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Let's join our hands, put our hands together and magnify him once more. Those of you watching online, the Lord bless you. We thank God for his goodness over your lives. And those of you in person, the Lord bless you as well. Please, you may kindly be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Fragrance of light, the Lord bless you and increase you from glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Your voices are going to the nations of the earth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited about what God is doing this season. Really, really excited. And God has been doing amazing things. Amazing things. And I want to believe God that what God has started, it will perfect, it will accomplish, and it will fulfill in each of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. I'd like to welcome warmly all of you who are watching online. Thank you very much for joining us online. I'd like to as well let you know that look, the in-person service has started. Kindly please register and join us in person. And as you do, the Lord will as well bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Like mentioned or announced earlier on, please let's not forget the first Sunday in September is a multicultural praise. It's, it's time to come in and give God quality praise and quality dance. And I am sure that as we kickstart that session of worshiping God like never before, God will do and continue to do an amazing thing in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, praise the name of the Lord. If you want to join the mass choir, please see Dick Kennedy, and be a part of that great service. Last but not the least, please, if, if you do not yet have a house fellowship that you are into, we have different house fellowship in different locations, locations around the GTA, from the Richmond Hill to Markham to all the way to Whitby, and then, of course, on the West End all the way to Brampton, we have a house fellowship that you can identify with. We'd like to please encourage you uh, join one. You can go to our website, look at Belong, and then you see the respective house fellowship 
and you'll be able to join one of the cells. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, again, we want to thank you as we look into your word. We are asking the Lord your word will transform us. Your word will change us. Your word will empower us. Not at the end of today's service, our lives will not be the same again. Lord, show up as you have done in the times past and let Jesus be praised and glorified. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Isaiah chapter 43, reading from verse 18 to verse 19. And that is the text of scripture that we started off with last week. And if you recall, for those who were here in person last week and those who watched online as well, the Lord said to us that this month is a month of new beginnings. A month of new beginnings. And, and, and friends, God is an amazing God. On Tuesday after Sunday, God showed up. He showed up. And he showed up big way for everyone in throne of grace. And, 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 and suddenly, unexpectedly, promotion came from ev for everyone in throne of grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. As a Sunday, we were an area church. By Tuesday, we became a zonal church. Uh, some of you don't understand. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so, some people don't understand. You see, in the ridiculous church of God structure, what simply happens is that you have the regional level, you have the provincial level, then you have the zonal level, you have the area level, and then you have the local parish level. And in, somewhere in April, they promoted the church to an area church. And you typically, in, 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 by structure, it doesn't happen just that way. That look, from April, two months or three months after that, they make you a zonal church. But you see, new beginnings. And you see, most times when God wants to start something or has done something in the spiritual, he brings it to pass in the physical. And for everyone hearing the sound of my voice, the God that I've showed up for throne of grace is showing up in your life right now in the name of Jesus. I said that was not enough. On Wednesday, he showed up again. We had an applied for a grant sometimes in July last year. And by October, they wrote us back and they said, look, hey, you are not qualified for the grant. And they declined the grant. We did not reapply. We did not appeal. We just forgot about the matter. But on Wednesday, the sh God showed up. Suddenly, an email dropped into our mailbox. Said, that grant you applied for last year, now it has been approved for you. The God of new beginnings. The God of new beginnings. Friends, listening and listening closely, whether you have a doubt in your heart, I'd like you to take a mental note of it. This month, God is going to show up in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. On Friday, a sister sent me a message. I said, Pastor, I'd like to testify. It says, siblings that have not been speaking to each other for eight years. Eight years. Can you imagine that? They've not been, they've not been talking to each other. Suddenly, they woke up and said, hey, if I go woke one of them up and say, look, hey, <laughs> you can't continue like this. 
Listen, friends. This season is a season of new beginnings. And it says in the book of Isaiah chapter 43, it says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. That is how he puts it in the book of, in, in, in the New Living Translation or the NIV version. He says, do not remember verse 19. He said, the former things. He says, not consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. I do a new thing. Everyone under the sound of my voice, watching online, in person, God has begun a new thing in your life in the name of Jesus. Tell somebody, you don't know who I am yet. Turn to someone and tell them, you don't know who I am yet. If you're out there online, put it out there in the chat room. You don't know who I am yet. Uh, because the me you see now is a different person. Be, the me you see now is a different one. Before you know what is realized, what is happening, you are seeing a totally different person. Why? Because what God is about to do in my life, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the hearts of men. What God has in stock for me. That is why you don't know me yet. You don't know me yet. Very soon, some of you, you'll be, you have to, you have to sign several, you know, just book several appointments. You are seeing me free of charge now. <laughs> you know, very soon, you have to book several appointments to say, uh, please, please, um, Pastor, can, can, we, can we check up on you? said, behold, I do a new thing. You see, when God said this word to the children of Israel, if, if you look at scriptures, the Bible tells us that when God said this to the, the children, the nation of Israel, when Isaiah prophesied it, Israel was in captivity. They were, they were, they were, they were frustrated. They were slaves. They were carried out on exile. They, they had nothing to themselves. They were into forced labor. They struggled with life. Things were challenging. It was hard. It was tough. It was difficult. It was challenging. They were not free. But suddenly the Bible says that Isaiah prophesied. It says, behold, I will do a new thing. In other words, it was saying to them, get ready because God was doing something new. And, and, and if, if, if you were in that circumstance, what are you going to think? The chances are that you say, uh, Isaiah, can you see those powerful Babylonians? It's, it's difficult. It's difficult to have things change. Difficult to have things change. Someone hearing the sound of my voice, maybe where you are right now, in the space of your life, it looks as if it is so difficult to have things change. But God has sent me to announce to you this morning, I will do a new thing. In the name of Jesus He's doing a new thing in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we serve a God that makes the impossible things possible. That is why, friends, you must never close up your mind on God because God still specializes in doing new things. That is why it says forget the past, forget the frustrations, forget the pains, forget the disappointments, forget the news that I have given to you. Maybe someone hearing the sound of my voice, you have been given a bad medical report. Forget about it. That is what God is saying. Why? Because I am doing a new thing. Maybe someone hearing the sound of my voice, you have given up on your child. The scripture says forget about it. Why? God is doing a new thing. Maybe someone hearing the sound of my voice, your marriage is on the verge of a collapse and, and you're 
you, you, you don't have any clue as to how God is going to bring it to pass. God is saying to you, forget about the past. Why? I am doing a new thing. And if you believe it, say it to God, do it in my life, Lord. Do it, 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 Lord. Last Sunday as well, we started off by talking about two things or three things we need to do to experience this new beginning. The first thing we said, new birth. The second thing we said, focus. The third thing we said was fervent praise. Fervent praise. And that was where we drew the curtain. And, and, but, but today I'm going to take on two and then stop on that two and then by the special grace of God next Sunday we took, take another two or three. Other things that provokes new beginnings that, that actions that if you take, we bring about new beginnings. Things that you need to do to bring about new beginnings. That is simply because when God declares a thing, what do you do? You catch it and you run with it. God's portion is to declare it. Your portion as an individual is to grab it. That's what, that's what, that's what it is. Yours is to grab it and say, I believe it. That is why Jesus, for every miracle or any new beginning he did in the life of anyone, he kept asking them, do you believe I can do this? Do you believe I can do this? Do you believe I can do this? And the scripture says that for most of them, they will say, oh, I believe. And some will say, help my own belief. The, the fourth thing that we need to do, friends, to engage it, to encounter and experience new beginning is what they call fervent or strong faith. 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 Faith is a common word that many of us know. Sometimes we know people call brother faith or sister faith. Faith. But it's a couple of times we don't fully catch a full description understanding of what faith is. Just the same way you use dollars, Canadian dollars, to buy things here in Canada. If you don't have it, you can't go to the shop and say to the shop attendant, hey, I have a lot of money in my bank account, but you see, I, I forgot my wallet somewhere. Can you please give me that shirt or that pants? You can't do that. In fact, if you insist too much, <laughs> they'll call 911 for you. But you see, if you want to buy the shirt, what do you do? Either you pick out your wallet and spend your money, or you take out Canadian dollars and buy the shirt. Canadian dollars is the currency with which we buy or get anything here on earth or here in Canada. In the same vein, faith is a currency with which you buy anything or you get anything out of the spiritual world, out of the kingdom of heaven, out from the presence of God. Faith is what you need. That is the currency that moves the hands of God. That is what gives you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Therefore, if you need a new beginning, you can only assess it. Or one way of assessing it is by your faith. By your faith. It says in Hebrews chapter 1, by faith the elders obtain their promises. By faith. By faith. 
They obtained their testimonies. They obtained their good reports. They obtained a good reputation. They had mountains move for them. They obtained the things that they desired of God. Faith is important if you need to do what catch a new beginning. Tell somebody, you, you, need, you need faith. Put it out there in the chat room, you need faith. I need faith. I need faith. So the question is, what is faith? What is faith? What is faith? What is faith? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 is a very popular scripture that many of us know. It says, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. In other words, faith is the substance of hope. It's a substance of hope. It's the things you hope for. You believe in. You have confidence in. You have an assurance in. And if God says it, that is it. That's what faith is. Faith is simply trusting God for who he is and for his word. God says it, that's it. He says it, that's it. It means, Lord, you have said it. I believe it. No iota of a doubt in my heart. That's what faith is. That's what faith is. So if, if for instance, I come to you and I say, hey, um, Dick and Eddie, I want to give you a million dollars. He can either have faith in me because maybe he thinks, okay, <laughs> maybe he's Bill Gates <laughs> and he can provide it. Or he doubts, he said, oh. <laughs> Pastor is not a millionaire. So <laughs> where is he going to get it from? So most times your faith in someone is a function of who you know the person to be. Your faith in someone is a function of the qualities and the criteria or the credentials that the person carries. Your faith and your confidence in someone is based on what you have seen the person do before, walked in before, exercised before. And friends, make no mistakes. God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. The Bible says that a thousand, the cattle upon a thousand hill belongs unto him. He said the silver and the gold belongs unto him. He says he can raise up the poor from the dungeon hill and set him upon the throne of glory and honor. If this God says, I will do a new thing, can he not do it? He can't do all things. He can't do all things. Therefore, if he can do all things, you've got to have faith and confidence in him. You've got to have faith and confidence in him. Your faith and your confidence must be in him, must be strong, must be cool, must be strong. In other words, if you say you have faith and you believe in the fact that God said, I will do a new beginning. What should you do? That faith tells you, begin to hope for it. Begin to imagine it. Begin to keep imagining it. You keep hoping for it. 
You keep hoping for it and you keep declaring it. I will see it. I will see it. In other words, you begin to picture every area or any area in your life where you are believing God for a new beginning and you begin to do what? You keep hoping for that new beginning. That's what faith is. That's what faith is. That's what faith is. And there are two, dice, there are two sides that I'd like to quickly just break it down into. Just take a little bit deeper. One dimension of it is believing in what God has said. And that's faith. Sometimes they call it believing faith. The scripture says in the book of Second Chronicles, or Second Corinthians, rather, in chapter 4 and verse 13. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. It says in the NIV and in the New King James Version, it says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, I'd like you to look at this now. He said, and since we, we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed the spirit of faith, and therefore I do what? I speak. We also, operating in the same spirit of faith, believe, and then we do what? We speak. So the first dimension is this. I think the TPT translation puts it this way. And I think I like the way that the Passion translation puts it. Uh, and it says, we have the same spirit of faith. And, and this is how it's described in scripture. He said, this is how that spirit of faith is described in scripture. He said, when he says, first I believed, then I did what? I spoke in faith. In other words, you believe, and then you speak in faith. So also we, we first believe and then we do what? We speak in faith. The first dimension, therefore, friends, of your faith must be rooted in your belief. That's the first dimension. It must be rooted in your belief. Faith, therefore, means I believe it. It's a new, new beginning. I believe it. So because I believe it, what do you do? I act on it. That's what faith is. That's what faith is. For instance, God says, bring in the tithe and the offering into the storehouse. If you don't believe it, you will not practice it. And of course, you don't get the results. He says, give and it shall be given unto you good measures, pressed down, shaking together. But every time you receive your resource, God says, give. You say, ah, but Lord, you know that this is, it doesn't even pay the rent. How do I give it when it doesn't pay the rent? And then you're not operating in faith. You're not operating in faith. And because you're not operating in faith, you're not going to get what? The resource attendant to it. Faith, therefore, friends, is premised on the Father. I believe it. And because you believe it, you do what? You act on it. And friends, if God has said, I will do a new thing, or it's a new beginning, what you ought to do is therefore to begin to say, I believe it. And you're going to begin to therefore declare, or you look for that error in your life where you desire a new beginning and say, Lord, do it, Lord. 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 He says, none shall be barrel in the land. What do you do? I believe it. And you begin to do, not only believe it, but you begin to act on it. He says, by his stripes, we were healed. What do you do? You believe it and you act on it. 
He says in Exodus 23, I think verse 25, he says, I will take away all the sicknesses and the diseases from among you. What do you do? You believe it. Say, I believe it. And you begin to do what? You begin to exercise it. So many of, many of us, we are so dreadful of COVID when the word of God is superior to it. So many people's lives have become stagnated when the word of God is more superior. Oh, I'm not saying we should not have observed the necessary protocols, but the point I'm saying is, is that there's something they call not some pestilence. Some noises are overbloated. You're going to believe the word of God over and over and over again and stand on the authority of the word of God because that is what makes a difference. Believe it. Believe it. And friends, when you believe it, you do what? You stand on it. You stand on it. You stand on it. You stand on it. Every morning you say, Lord, I believe your word. This is what your word says concerning me. I believe it. I stand on it. I stand on it. I stand on it. He says, because we have the same spirit of faith. He says, we have believed. The question is, what do you believe in? What do you believe in? What do you believe in? The second dimension of it. The second side of it. So faith could be said to be a two-sided coin. The second side of it. You say, I believe. And then I spoke in faith. So the second dimension of it is that when you believe, you got to speak. you got to speak it. And that's what they call speaking faith. you got to speak it. You've got to speak it. you got to declare it. You've got to declare it. Real faith, friends, speaks. Real faith speaks. Real faith declares what he believes or what she believes. Real faith is not quiet. Real faith declares in three dimensions or in four dimensions. One is that real faith speaks to self. Real faith speaks to self. Real faith speaks to self. In the book of Matthew chapter 9 and verse 21, a woman that we all know her story who have gone from one place to the other seeking for her. A woman called or mentioned by the name, the woman with the issue of blood. History did not permit us time to know the name of this woman. I think it would have been good to her, for us to know the name of this woman. But the scripture says that she went from place to place seeking for help. Then one day, this woman said to herself, in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 21, he said, and she said to herself, I like that. This is real faith. Real faith. She was speaking to herself. And look at what she said. He says, if I only touch the hem of a garment, I shall be made whole. What kind of audacity of faith is that? What kind of faith is that? What kind of confidence is that? Now, mind, mind you, this, this is a woman who for 12 years have been going from place to place. Nothing happened. She didn't even say, let me even go to Jesus to touch me. This one said, I want to touch. That was faith. That was faith. That was faith. First, listen and listen closely. You don't need anyone to touch you. All you only need to do is to start speaking to yourself. I can do what he says I can do. What you just need to do is to begin to speak to yourself. This woman looked at herself. I am going to touch. I'll be whole. I am going to touch. 
I'll be whole. I'm going to touch. I'll be whole. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice. When you wake up in the morning, speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. The greatest battle we fight is first a battle of the mind. Once you can win in the mind, you can win in life. If you are defeated in the mind, you become defeated in life. But when you win in your mind, you realize that it becomes so easy to realize the fullness of your potentials in life. Too many people have become so defeated in their minds. Why the devil is bombarding you left, right, and center? Have, 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 have the devil played a commercial on you? I don't know about you. Sometimes the devil plays commercial on me. Uh, you, you're, you're out there, maybe sitting down, or you're in the washroom, or you're somewhere. And then some, some thought just flies across your mind and says to you, look at you. You've been laboring and laboring for all these years. <laughs> what is there to show? Just, 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 just forget it. Your own is finished. Oh, it paints different picture. Say, in this place, uh, you just came. <laughs> you just came six months. Who told you you can get very good jobs? Forget it. Forget it. You have to spend 10 years before you get something reasonable. The moment you accept it, you put the lie of the devil. Oh, I, I remember one day, and, and, and I do it over and over and over and over again to myself. I, 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 people sometimes hear me, especially in the house, say, oh, I'll just call my name, but my native name. I call it so that, <laughs> you know, when you call your address of by your native name. In other words, you're saying to the devil, you're saying to everything, hear me and hear me well. It will be well with you. And you see, I, I use my local native dialects so that <laughs> wherever the forces are, whether in the local territory or, or in the English territory, they will hear me well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody, said, somebody said once to me that... Um, the, the demons in Africa are very crude. Very, very crude. But the demons in North America are very polished. <laughs> very, very polished. They speak very Queen's, Queen's English. But the ones in, the ones in North in Africa, uh, they, they don't speak any crude English. You know, they, they, just, they just want to mess you up you know, in the African way. So for me, I address them both in the African <laughs> and in the English way. You're going to speak to yourself. 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 I've shared this story time and time again. But you see, I think God wants me to emphasize it for someone again here to hear me listening to. When I got into the country newly, I went from place to place looking for a job. And at some point, I made up my mind that I wasn't going to pursue the job arena any longer. And I said, the next thing to do is to go look for business. And someone said to me, no, you can't, you can't, you can't get into the business world. You just came into this land. You don't even know the tax structure. You don't even know the accounting structure. You don't even know this. You don't even know that. Besides that, you're a colored person. Who, who says you're going to, be, are going to be able to buy into you? And I went from one bank to the other with several applications to get financing. And they kept declining me. And every time and now, every now and then, I get back home after I decline. I say to myself, in this land, I will prosper in business. The doors will open. I kept speaking to myself. Why? I got to encourage myself first. The Bible says, and David encouraged.
encouraged himself in the Lord. Are you in a state where things are not working? Encourage yourself. Are you in a position where things are not adding up? Encourage yourself. Why? There are words of scripture with which you can encourage yourself. The Bible says you are the head, you are not the tail. You are above only, you are not beneath. It says I will give you a peaceful, a prosperous future with a happy ending. That is your portion in this land where God has brought you. You shall enjoy the good of the land. In the name of Jesus, speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. The second dimension of it, of speaking faith, is speak to circumstances. So speak to circumstances. Friends, speaking faith require that you speak to circumstances. And that is why the words of scripture are so clear in the book of Job chapter 22. Never ever think that that scripture is there only for the pastors. That scripture is there for everyone that dares to use it. Verse 28, Job 22 and verse 28. He says, you shall decree a thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it shall be what? It shall be what? Established. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. He said, and light shall shine upon your pathways. I like that very well. In other words, when circumstances present themselves to me, I do what? I declare. I declare, I declare it in. What is that thing that I would declare? I declare whatsoever it thus says the Lord. That is what circumstances here. Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. It shall be well with me in this land. Thus says the Lord. I shall be fat and flourishing. Thus says the Lord. I shall not beg nor borrow. Thus says the Lord. It is well with my soul. Thus say that there must be something you are declaring to circumstances. Something you're declaring to circumstances. Look at what it says in verse 29 of the same book of Job. It says, when people are saying there's a casting down, then I shall be saying, there are what? There are liftings. There are liftings. There are liftings. There are liftings. Somebody go ahead and begin to declare your new beginnings right now. That area of life, declare that new beginning. I declared I have a new beginning. In my ministry, new beginnings. In my marriage, new beginnings. In my finance, new beginnings. I declare it. Circumstances, hear it. Everything under the sound of my voice, clear your ways because God has guaranteed me a new beginning. A new beginning. So shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus God said to Ezekiel, and every one of us from time to time, we have challenges in life. Ezekiel was presented with a challenge, was presented with a difficulty. The Bible says, God said to him, prophesy. In other words, speak. Speak. You have a health issue, speak to it. You have a financial issue, speak to it. You have a medical issue, speak to it. Any issue at all, do what? Speak to it, speak to it, speak to it. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. I can never be poor again. The first time I heard one man of God say it, I said, ah, is this pride? But when I caught the understanding of scripture, I realized that it is speaking faith. He's speaking faith. I can never be poor again. 
can never be poor again. It's not a measure of what I have in my bank account, but it's a measure of the supplies that comes from above. Friends, he that's above all, the Bible says, is that from above, is above all. And friends, you and I are citizens of heaven. Our resources and our economy is not founded by the resources here in Canada or the wise. And friends, if you believe it, you do what you speak it for. Of course, the fourth dimension of speaking faith is that you speak to the devil. Time is not going to permit me to talk about that because I like to quickly do other things and then close. Not only that, you speak to the devil. And then, of course, part of speaking faith is that you speak to God. You speak to God. God says, bring forth your strong reasons. Bring forth your strong reasons. You bring words. Words back to God. Words of faith. Words of faith. A woman came to Jesus and said to Jesus, Master, please heal my daughter. And Jesus said, Jesus ignored her. He ignored her. The woman did not, st- <laughs> the, the woman did not let, let him be. The woman did not let him be. And that's why many of us make a mistake. We speak to God once and then we feel God is not answering. So, uh, Lord, anytime you like, please answer. No. He himself told us. He told us in Luke 18 about persistency. This woman kept standing there. said, Master, do it, Lord. Do it. Do it. Do it for me. Do it for me. Do it for me. Do it for me. And, and uh, Jesus, after some time, Jesus raised that voice and said, I mean, his voice and said, hey, we don't give what belongs to crumbs to dogs. And the woman said, I agree, I'm a dog. I totally agree. But you see, there are crumbs that comes down that the dogs eat. I just need crumbs. Friends, we don't need a full loaf of the blessings of God. What we need just crumbs. And if God should serve you crumbs, your life will be made forever. Friends, Let's speak to God. Let's speak to God. Once you speak, the heavens hear. Once you speak, God acts. Once you speak, God backs you up. May God back you up in the mighty name of Jesus. The second dimension or the fourth, fifth point that I'd like to talk about, and I think I'll draw the curtain at this point, is we talked about faith. The fifth point that would activate new beginnings is what they call fervent prayers. Fervent prayers. Prayers. Fervent prayers. And many of us, a couple of times, we know so much about prayers in terms of knowing, but we do little about prayers in terms of action. God declares what he wants to do. But you have to take an action to achieve what God has said. That's what prayer is. Jacob was carrying a mantle of progress. A covenant. But somehow his life was messed up. He was running from his brother. He was a cheat. It was everything. But this this was Jacob that had a covenant over him. Covenant over him. But there came a time in Genesis chapter 32. If you read from somewhere 22 to 31. Time is not going to permit, permit me again to talk about it. Jacob said, how long am I going to continue like this? Friends, you've got to come to a place where you make up your mind. I can't wear this robe anymore. Whether it's a robe of shame or it's a robe of disgrace. Or whatever it is that has not made your life progressive as God has ordained it. 
Every one of us will have a covenant in our lives. Things that God has said concerning us. Friends, prayer is determined prayer. Prayer can be tenacious. Prayer can be what fervent. You've got to come to a place where you make up your mind. I am not going to take a no for an answer. That's what prayer is. That's what prayer is. It's talking to God. That is why they say that prayer is a labor. The prayer room is a, pray, a labor room. That's what they say so. The prayer room is a labor room. You don't go into, a, a woman does not go into a labor room and come out the same. Even, even the men that go with the women, they don't come back the same. <laughs> hey, the first time I went into the labor room with my wife, ah, I started respecting her. I started respecting her. <laughs> but they told me a story of, uh, they told me a story of uh, a family who <laughs> went to the labor room. He was under the bed. They were dragging. They were dragging the man. Come out. You don't come out the same. You don't come out the same. You don't come out the same. Not to talk of the woman who comes out, you know, the different personality from what she was before she went in. So prayer room is a labor room. When you pray, things happen. When you pray, lives change. When you pray, you don't come out the same person as you were. The man called Jacob. When he realized his life was not moving forward, he wanted a new beginning. Things were not the same as he wanted it or he thought it could be. He came to a point, this man said, enough is enough. The Bible says he wrestled with an angel till the breaking of the day. That was labor. That was labor. He went into that experience. And friends, he came out a different person. Before then, he had a bad name. But he came out after then with a good name. A man called Jabesh had a bad name, a bad life. Things about him was upside down. In fact, they called him Mr. Soro. Everywhere they saw him, Soro, 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 brother Soro. And his life typified it. Everything about his life exemplified Soro. But, but at some point he said, how long am I going to keep carrying this toga? For some, hearing the sound of my voice, maybe life has placed an identity on you that God has not put there. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You can change it in the place of prayer. The Bible says that Jab Jabesh entered into the prayer room. When he came out, the man with a bad name came out with a good name. The Bible says he become, became more honorable than all. All his brothers, all his fellows. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice. You are coming out a better person from today in the mighty name of Jesus. You are coming out better in the name of Jesus. You are coming out better in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 21. Isaiah 41 verse 21. The Bible says present your case. This is God speaking here. It says, present your case. Present. Even God wants you to present your case. <laughs> he says, bring forth your strong reasons. Bring forth your strong reasons. Bring it forth. Bring it forth. Well, I, I've had people tell God before, Lord, please, can you please uh, next year give me a house? So in my head, sometimes I say, the God that can give you next year, can't he give you now? Why must you ask me for next year? 
Well, I've had people, you know, different kind, different kind of prayers. Lord, please, can you heal me, you know, before the end of December? Why can't you say, Lord, heal me now? Why can't you say, Lord, heal me now? Say, present your strong case. Says the Lord, bring forth your strong reasons. Bring it forth, bring it forth, bring it forth. He says, now it shall spring forth. He said, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. The now, we serve a now God. A God that does things now. A God that does things now. He himself told us in the book of Luke chapter 18, like I was saying earlier on, he, he, he says you should do what? Convince the church why he should do what he wants to do. If Jesus said that to you and I, that means God wants you to bring your case. So maybe the reason why God is not answering some prayers or have not answered your prayers is because he has not seen your convincing evidence. Maybe he has not. Maybe he has not even seen the tenacity of your prayers. Maybe he has not seen the persistency of your prayers. Maybe he has not seen you in the, coming from the place where you make up your mind, I'm going to get this. God said to Elijah, he said, God declared that there's going to be rain. And he just went and said, look, there's going to be abundance of rain. But Elijah did not go and sit down. I said, okay, um, God has said so. Let's wait and see. No, no. So friends, it's not sufficient that God has said, this is a season of new beginning. Do what? Engage God in the place of prayer. Say, Lord, concerning my family, I need a new beginning. Concerning my children, I need a new beginning. Concerning my ministry, I need a new beginning. My career, my every, my heart, I need a new beginning. And you do what? You hold on to God. Morning, afternoon, evening. If Jesus Christ, who was the creator of the heavens and the earth, was a man given to so much intensity in prayer, how about you? If you look at scriptures, Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Bible says, very early in the morning, Jesus went to pray when it was still dark. Very early. This was Jesus. This was Jesus. God himself was given to prayer. Very early in the morning, he went to pray. And at daylight, he said, he went out and departed to a solitary place. Before daylight, rather, I say, he went to a solitary place. And there he did what? He prayed. He prayed. He prayed. He prayed. In Luke chapter 6, verse 12, he was given to prayers. He was given to prayers. Luke chapter 12, all night he prayed. All night. Jesus went into the mountain, the Bible says, in Luke chapter 6 and verse 12. Luke chapter 6, verse 12. He said, and he continued all night in prayer to God. All night in prayer to God. All night. All night. Now this was Jesus. Jesus didn't need to pray. <laughs> Jesus was God. He had the full powers, full abilities of the Godhead. Now, if he had to pray, hey guys, we're going to wake up and pray. That is the root. That is the path to new beginnings. That is the power. That is the potentials you and I have. He says, whatsoever you bind here on earth is bound in heaven. As long as you don't bind, you're not going to get the things that God has ordained for you. That is why you got to rise up. You got to rise up. You got to rise up and pray. Pray in the morning. Pray in the afternoon. Pray in the evening. Pray with people. Pray by yourself. Jesus prayed with people. 
He prayed by himself in Matthew chapter 14. Verse 23 to 25. He says, went up to the hills by himself. By himself to pray. By himself to pray. And he prayed. He prayed alone. Alone. So pray alone. Pray with people. Do what? Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. You keep pushing it. 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 Listen, friends, that is where the power is. That is where the life is. That is where the potentials are to achieve anything you've got to achieve. Listen and listen closely. Whether you like it or not, understand it or not, there are territorial forces. Your territorial powers. There are princes of this world. There are princes of this world. There are princes of this world. There are, there are, there are strongholds that rule territories. So don't just think, oh, this little lady from Africa, we just come into the territory of Canada and they just go gone and begin to blaze the trail. Oh. But you can blaze the trail if you do what? If you stay in your prayer room and command things and make them happen. That's, where, that's what the difference is. You want to gain power, you want to gain influence in the marketplace, in the workplace, you're going to strengthen your hands and do what? And pray. You're going to strengthen yourself and pray. Declare, Lord, you've given me this land. I am taking it. Lord, you've given me this land. I am taking it. You've given me a new beginning. I am taking it. You've given me everywhere concerning this territory. I am taking it. In ministry, I am taking it. Nothing is stopping me. Nothing is pulling me down. Nothing is waging a war against me. I am taking it. The Bible says that the prince of this world cometh and he finds nothing in me. And friends, you, he can find nothing in you when you are in the place of what? A prayer. You got to pray. Tell somebody pray. Put it out there in the chat room. Pray. Tell them pray. Don't snore. Don't sleep. Pray. Don't snore. Don't sleep. Pray. 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 Too many of us are busy with social media and pray less. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with social media. But there's so many things engaging our time. We pray less. Maybe some of you hearing the sound of my voice, you don't even know how to approach God in prayer. Somebody once said to me, Pastor, how, how can I pray? How do I pray? Simple. Simple. Matthew chapter 6 gives you the formula. And I think I, I, I'll close at that point. It gives you the formula. Simple. Approach him as a father. How do you talk to your father? That's the way to talk to God. That's the way to talk to God. The sound is needs adjustment. How do you talk to God? How do you talk to your father? How do you talk to him? You just come to him, father, daddy. How are you today? Said, I'm cool. But before you say, how are you today? I said, daddy, good morning. Or good afternoon. Thank you for all you've been doing for me. You're just a wonderful dad, you know. You're just good. You're just awesome. I like you very well, you know, dad. When you finish toasting your dad like that, anything you present, I don't like the way the sound is sounding, please. Anything you present, it makes a difference. Anything. Anything. I, I recall when one of my daughters came to me once and I said, Dad, um, I'd just like to thank you. I didn't know where she was going, but I just said, Dad, I'd just like to thank you for, 
how everything you've done for me. You know, you helped me through school. You helped, you did this, you did that, you did this, you did this. I'm really, really deeply, deeply grateful. Deeply grateful. And I like to deeply appreciate you for all you've done. God will bless you. God will honor you. God. You know, I just thought that maybe she just was, she was just in, that, in the mood of you know, appreciating. And then, after saying all of that, you know, and I said, thank you. I was smiling, you know. <laughs> I was beaming and I was very, feeling cool. I was just feeling cool with myself. And then I said, I finished doing all of that. <laughs> he said, um, Daddy, I was just uh, thinking, you know, that um, if um, I have this, this is what it's going to do for me. This is what it's going to help me achieve. This is what is. Don't deal. Don't. Don't deal. That's, you don't make it. Don't deal. I didn't waste time. I didn't even waste time to say, don't deal. Don't deal. Why? In the, in the first place, I was already happy. In the second place, there were reasons advanced. No reasons advanced. So approach your father. It says, it says in Matthew, it says, it says, our father, who hallowed be your name. In other words, you are toasting God now. Father, hallowed be your name. What a great God you are. What a mighty God you are. What a marvelous God. So just take, take time. The second way of praise God. Just, just praise him. Just praise him. Praise him, you know, in the, way, in the, way, the language that we put it there. Just, you know, just, just toast him a bit. Just, you are the greatest of the greatest. You are my helper. You are my strength. In fact, if not for you, I would have been dead in this land. You picked me up out of nothing. Look at where I am today. You're just a wonderful God. When the enemy came to destroy me, you stood like a rock behind me. That's why I'm standing, because you are standing. I just thank you. Just thank you. And then he says, go forward from there. You say, hello, his name. He says, tell him your kingdom come. In other words, put his interest first. So you're talking to God. You have come before him. You are recognizing him as a father. You are saying, I'm hallowed. You are praising him. He says, tell him, Lord, let your will be done in my life. Let your kingdom come. In my family, let your kingdom come. I want to love you. I want to please you. If, in fact, I want to do anything. Can you imagine if a child goes to his father or his mom and says, hey, hey, dad, or hey, mom. You see, anything you want me to do for you, I will do it. Wouldn't you be happy with that kind of child? Anything. So you're saying to God, your attention, your purpose, your plan, your will is what is more important to me. Lord, your will, let it be done in my life here on earth. And then he says, move from there and begin to say, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. So when you are finished acknowledging him as a father, you are finished praising him, ask him for his will to be done. And then move on to begin to ask him for your daily bread. And then move on from there, say, ask for forgiveness. For those who have sinned against you and those, I mean, God as well, that you have sinned against. And then it says, move from there and begin to ask, tell God, please deliver me, help me not to fall into temptation. And I think that many of us have got to come to that place where we say to God, help me not to fall into sin. Help me. Help me to break the yoke of addiction. Help me. Help me to deliver me from the stronghold of darkness. Help me, help me, help me. I, I, love, I, I want to love you. I want to serve you. But there are certain things that are weighing me down. Certain things that are weighing me down. Unbelief is weighing me down. Help me. And then he said, after that, begin to do what? Say, begin to praise him again. Your kingdom. Thine is the kingdom. The power. The glory. He said, so give him thanks. Thank you. 
for all that you have done. It's, it's as simple as that. So you start with praise. Acknowledging him as a father. You, you talk to him about his plans for you and for the nations of the world. Then you talk to him about your needs. You ask, talk to him about forgiveness. You ask him to deliver and to help you. Now you do what? You, you praise him again. You acknowledge him again. As a help, helper of destinies. Helper of men and women. Friends, I believe God. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice. Your life is changing for good. In the mighty name of Jesus. I believe God. Everyone under the sound of my voice. You are encountering a new level of beginnings. In the name of Jesus. I believe God. Every area of your life where things have not been working. They begin to work from today. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere you have been stagnated. I declare over your life. Doors are opening. Doors are opening. Doors are opening. In the mighty name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. I'd like you to, like you to talk to God briefly. I'd like us to take some prayer points. Now before, while we're praying, while you're talking to God, maybe you're hearing the sound of my voice. And Jesus is not the Lord of your life. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. You've not accepted him as Lord. You don't have a relationship with him. Or you've had a relationship with him but in, in the past. You've had a relationship with him but now you can't really fervently say you have a strong, meaningful relationship with him. You need to make peace with him. That is the greatest beginning you can have. I'd like you to talk to him. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. The rest of us, I'd like you to lift off your voice. Say, Father, give me a brand new beginning today. In the name of Jesus, turn every area of my life around. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to God. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Lift up your voice and talk to God. I need a brand new beginning in my life, in my career, in my business. In my heart, I need a brand new beginning. In the name of Jesus, in my ministry, I need a new beginning. Open new doors for me. Open new doors for me. Lord, in ways never known before, I ask for your help. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lepazatalibralabosa. In my marriage, Ladibosa, Ladibasa, a new dimension. Malibralabosa, oh, please, never seen, never encountered, never known. In the name of Jesus, Lekapasetelyala, talk to God. Make sure you are praying. Make sure you are praying. Ladibosa, that beginning that is different. We receive it for everyone in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Malays and Dialabayaka. Ebla Labazaka Talia Labaya. Mangle de Bazaka Talibra Dabaya. Mablo de Bozoko Tolila. Labalaka Labalakaraba. Bologo Bozoko Tolia. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Brother, you're going to lift up your voice. You're going to say, The last failure I failed. It's going to be the last I will ever fail. From today, make my success, oh God, permanent in the name of Jesus. The last failure I failed, the last mistake I made will be the last I will ever make. From today, I separate myself from every form of failure in the name of Jesus. I declare permanent success. 
permanent sources, permanent progress for my life, for my family, for my ministry. The last failure, that is the last I will ever make in the name of Jesus. The last mistake I made, that is the last mistake I will ever make. Lord, today I declare and I decree in the name that's above every name, my life will be for progress. I separate myself from every form of failure. I decree from today henceforth. Your help upon my life brings about permanent progress in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The Bible says that the path of the just shines brighter, brighter unto a better day. That means your tomorrow will be better than your today. Your today will be better than your yesterday. Everyone under the sound of my voice, lift up your voice and say, Father, make my future far better than what it is today. In the mighty name of Jesus, more glorious, more powerful, more eventful, more peaceful, more prosperous. In the name of Jesus, make my future, my tomorrow is greater. I declare it in ministry. I declare it in my marriage. I declare it in my career. I declare it in my heart. I declare it in every dimension of my life. My tomorrow is better. Glorious. In the name of Jesus. Therefore nothing stops me, O God. Everything you have ordained for my life, for my ministry, I receive it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I think two more prayer points and we... Wrap up at this point and bring the service to a close. The Bible says that we're not ignorant of the devices of the kingdom of darkness. Except for they are out to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But it says, I have come that you may have life. You have it more abundantly. So whatever you bind here on earth, you're going to lift up your voice. You're going to say, Father, every force working against my destiny. Father, silence them today permanently in the name of Jesus Every stronghold, every principality, every force working against my life, working against my family, working against your church, working against my career, working against my ministry. Lord, silence them today in the name of Jesus. Every force working against my new beginning, every force of darkness working against the progress of my life, of my children, in my ministry, in your church, every force of darkness, silence them permanently. Have you not said in your word, whatever we bind is bad. We 
bind every force of darkness. We frustrate the tokens. We declare the hands will not perform the enterprise. In the name of Jesus, Malebos and Alibos, who has declared a sin, except that which our God has declared. We therefore declare today, everyone, Malibos is free from the bond, from the hold of darkness. In the name of Jesus, we declare freedom. We declare liberty. We declare healing. We declare chains are broken. We declare it in the name of Jesus. Addictions are broken. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Chains are broken. In the name of Jesus. Sicknesses are broken. In the name of Jesus. We receive life. We receive it more abundantly. In the name of Jesus. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Lastly, I'd like you to pray for yourself. I don't know what that new beginning, what's that new thing? What that new thing you want? I'd like you to begin to declare it. Begin to declare that new thing. Begin to declare that new thing. Something new is being brought forth. Something new, something new, something new. Declare something new is breaking forth. 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 It's breaking forth in my life. Something new is breaking forth. It's breaking forth in my career. It's breaking forth in my business. Something new is breaking forth. Go ahead and declare it. Something new, something new, something new. It's breaking forth. It's breaking forth. It's breaking forth. I declare it. I bring it. I declare it. I declare it this morning. It's breaking forth. Something new is breaking forth. In the name of Jesus. Something new is breaking forth. In the name of Jesus. Something new is breaking forth. In the name of Jesus. It is breaking forth. It is breaking forth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing stops it. Nothing stops it. Nothing hinders it. We call for the manifestations. We call for the manifestations. Physical manifestation. Spiritual manifestation. Financial manifestation. I declare it. It's manifested. It's revealing itself. Abundance of rain. Abundance of hope. Abundance of favor. Abundance of mercy. Abundance of increase. Abundance. Abundance. Alikabosa. New opportunities. New territories. New territories. New opportunities. We declare it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Everyone's hands lifted up. Father, you've commanded me to bless. Whether you are watching online or on site, lift your hands to God in heaven. Someone hearing the sound of my voice, I'd like you to mark this day, the 8th of August. This is a turning point in your life forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you've commanded me to bless. I declare blessings upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Now declare that in the name that's above every name, new things are betting forth right now in their lives, right now in their marriages, right now in their careers, right now in their businesses, right now in their vocations. In the mighty name of Jesus, new opportunities are breaking forth. In the mighty name of Jesus, new favors are breaking forth. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, new doors are breaking forth. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, that womb that have been said cannot carry babies, but the same power and the same God of new beginnings, I decree you will carry your own children in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those hands find gainful employment that will bring glory and honor to God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone looking for a job, the kind of job that you desire, receive them now in the name of Jesus. Unusual help. Unusual help. Unusual help. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Every impediment, every stronghold, every principality standing against your destiny, every witchcraft standing against your life, I command a hold broken today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare healing to your bodies. Healing to your marriages. Healing to your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Everyone under the sound of my voice. From today, God is marking you with a mark of distinction. In this land, you'll be distinguished. In this land, you'll be sought out. In this land, you'll be special. In the mighty name of Jesus, declare it, I am special. I am matter with distinction. I believe it. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and give God a great clap. Give him a praise. Thank you for listening to today's word and we believe you have been blessed. For further information, please visit our website at www.throneofgracecanada.ca or send us an email to info at throneofgracecanada.ca The word works. Throne of Grace. Transforming lives. Establishing His kingdom.